Personal Finance Presentation, Personal Financial Statements Overview. Prepare to get financially fit by practicing personal finance. Objectives of Personal Financial Statements. We want to show your current financial position, which is generally done with the balance sheet. In other words, from a financial perspective, where do we stand at this point in time? What kind of assets do we have? What do we own at this point? And what is the value of them? What type of liabilities do we have? How much, in other words, do we owe to third parties? Assets minus liabilities, we're going to call for the personal balance sheet, the net worth, which you can think of as, in essence, the bottom line number, giving us the net amount of our financial position of the balance sheet. We can get more detail on the balance sheet as well in terms of things like, if we look at the assets, how liquid are the assets, how much cash do we have versus how much assets do we have tied up in say investments that we can't have as much access to or fixed assets like a home and so on and so forth, which we'll get into with more detail in future presentations. Measure progress towards financial goals, income statement and budget. So then we want to think about our timing statements. When we think about the balance sheet, we're not thinking about a timing statement. We're thinking about a statement that shows a point in time where we stand at a point in time. When we think about things like budgets, we're looking into the future. We're looking at timing into the future, and we want to then define the time frame that we are covering in order to measure the performance. When we're looking at an income statement, which we might call on the personal side a cash flow type statement, then we're looking at the immediate past, usually a month or year in the past, and looking at our activity, at the movement, at what has happened from one point to the next. How did we get to, in essence, the two points in time, the two balance sheet point in times? In other words, you might think of it as the net worth in January, assets minus liabilities being 1,000, net worth in February, assets minus liabilities being 2000 how did we get from a net worth of 1000 to 2000 that's the story that's the activity statement that's the income statement then how are we going to get to where we want to be in march well that's going to be the budget which is going to try to take the prior activity and then project it out into the future to measure our performance provide information about financial activities so clearly when we're looking at the financial statements, we got the information about financial activities. A lot of that might be taken from, if we're looking at the activity that's going on currently, the cash flow that's going to be coming out of the checking account and possibly from the credit card statement activity. Provide data to prepare tax returns. Now clearly the tax returns are going to impact our need to be compiling financial statements because at the very least, we're going to need them in order to prepare our tax returns at whatever basis we need to make the tax return. And they might alter how we compile our tax data because we want to make sure that we're doing so not only for future decision making, but taxes will impact our future decision making. And we want to make sure that we're in compliance there as well. So a little bit more detail on the balance sheet. These are our two major financial statement forms, the balance sheet and the income statement. We'll talk a little bit more about them here. And then we're going to get into the question, well, how do you compile them? And there's a lot of different ways that you can think about compiling a balance sheet and an income statement. I just want to point out that these financial statements are not exactly the same as corporate financial statements because on a corporate side, on a business side of things, it's usually more standardized. We talked a little bit about this in the past because your goals are going to be different on the personal side than the business side possibly. So you can have different kind of categories, but also... If you're talking about publicly traded companies, 
they have a standardization of how they're going to format their financial statements so that they can be compared across different industries. So it almost makes it easier when you're doing that because you just need to learn the rules and then apply the rules. So if you have generally accepted accounting principles for U.S. standards to make your financial statements, you can just look up what the rule are. You can follow the rule. On the personal side, we don't generally have those rules. We don't have, the, you know, because they're not public statements, we don't have a set of code saying this is exactly how you should be recording this, that, and the other thing. We don't even have exact rules on whether we should be on an accrual basis or a cash basis except possibly the tax code, you might be subject to some rules depending on who you're dealing with. The bank might want more of an accrual statement or something like that. But in general, when you're just making your personal statements, you don't, you don't have those kind of restrictions. So that means that your categories that we think of are going to be more customized. They're not going to be standardized across the board as much. And we, we have to take a little bit more thought in terms of what exactly are the categorizations that we want to be putting in place. So we'll talk more about that when we actually put together the balance sheet and the income statement. But in general, the balance sheet's the financial statement that reports what an, an, an individual or family owns and owes as of a specific point in time. What you own, assets, and what you owe, liabilities, as of this point in time. So we're not talking about what happened in the past or so on. We're talking about where you stand as of this point in time. So when you're talking about a balance sheet account, you should be able to just say, this is how it is now, as opposed to needing a time frame. So for example, if I was to ask you how much cash you have right now, you can look it up. You could say, this is it. This is how much is in the bank at this point in time, or how much should be in the bank given timing differences and whatnot. If I was to ask you about how much you earn, how much money do you earn at your job, you couldn't really answer that without assuming some time frame or asking for a time frame, meaning, what do you mean? Do you mean per week? Do you mean per paycheck? Do you mean per month? Do you mean per year? That means it's a timing account. That means it's going to be an income statement account generally. So it may also be called the net worth statement or a statement of financial position. And you can see how all of these kind of indicate this point in time kind of concept. Balance sheet is as of a point in time. It measures where you are as a point in time. If you're talking about your net worth statement, you're saying how much is my net worth today, right now, or whatever the date is as of the financial statement as of a point in time. Or if you're calling it a statement of financial position, you're saying, hey, where do I stand right now at this point in time? What is my position today? Can you triangulate my actual location financially right now as opposed to activity that's happening? The, the formula is going to be assets equal liabilities plus net worth. This is the accounting format of the formula, or we're more likely going to be working with it this way, assets minus liabilities equals net worth. Now here we're getting a little bit into the weeds in terms of accounting, like how are you going to compile your balance sheet and income statement? If you're actually recording the transactions transaction by transaction, which we'll talk a little bit more about next time, you're typically using what accountants like to see the equation in assets equal liabilities plus uh, net worth or equity if it was the you know same kind of term because that shows two sides of of basically the same coin assets being what you have that's the things that you have and the liabilities and net worth show who have claim to those assets in essence meaning you either owe what you owe to third parties the bank possibly credit cards and so on and and or you have free claim to it the net worth so this side shows who has claim to the assets good for balancing equation this side over here is useful because it emphasizes the bottom line of your net worth meaning 
what is my net worth at this point in time from a financial perspective? Assets minus the liabilities equals the net worth. Now, realize that this net worth could, if it was a business, it would be the same thing, same accounting equation, but it's just what we're going to call this net worth category. If it was a sole proprietorship, we might call it capital account, an owner's equity account. If it's a partnership, we might call it partnership equity because it represents multiple partners, equity ownings of the assets, more than one person owns the assets, so on. If it was a corporation, we call it owner's equity. If it's a, if it's a not-for-profit, we might call it net assets. All the same kind of category. It's still using the same accounting equation. You still can use the double entry accounting system if you are doing your personal finances. Don't don't think like, oh, it's personal finances. I can't use the double entry accounting. No, you could you can use the double same same thing. So income statement or cash flow statement. Now the income statement. This is going to be our performance statement. So the the balance sheet says where we are at this point in time. The income statement says how did we get there. So if the balance sheet had a net worth of one thousand this year and it had a, a net worth of, of 50, of 500 last time, then how did we get from 500 to the 1,000 in a month, right? The income statement's going to show us that activity of us going from point A to point B. Now, the income statement is looking at the past, usually, because we're showing the balance sheet where we are now, looking into the past, which is the income statement showing us getting from point A to point B on a financial basis. So it reports the financial activity over time. So income statement account, unlike a balance sheet account, unlike like say cash, which I can answer how much cash do I have by looking at the bank account today. Any income statement account, you need a time frame to answer the question. If I was to say, how much do you spend on food? Then you'd have to say, well, what do you mean? Like a day? Do you mean a year? Do you mean a month? I mean, you'd have to give me a time frame if you want to know how much I spend on food. It's not a point in time thing. So personal financial statement often use more of a cash basis. Now, this is where we get into the kind of weeds again on the accounting side of things. Do we use a cash basis or an accrual basis? A lot of times uh, for personal financials, it, people will tend to go towards a cash basis because it's usually easier, number one. And two, it's going to be something that's going to be coinciding with the tax records oftentimes which are often going to be kind of more on a cash basis. However, if you're doing accounting, we'll talk more about this next time, and you're doing the double entry accounting system, there's usually some accrual things that you'll have to take into consideration. So you'll have to deviate from a cash basis from time to time when you do like large things. Like when if you purchased a home, even if you paid complete cash for it, you're going you're gonna to deviate from a cash basis because you're going to record it as an asset, not as like an expense that you just bought, you know, a million dollar home, even if you paid cash for it, you're not just going to expense a million dollar home, which you're going to be using for the next 30 years or something like that. That doesn't make sense. You have to apply a cruel concept. So we'll talk a little bit more about that when we actually compile these. But uh, in general, you can think of the normal activity on the income statement kind of coming from your bank account data information, the actual inflows and outflows of cash. And we can more literally define that by calling it not an income statement, which kind of implies some format of uh, accrual basis because that's normally what you would do on a, on a business side to simply calling it a cash flow statement just realize that on a on a business side you typically have a balance sheet an income statement on an accrual basis and then a cash flow statement on top of it so that you can then get the cash flow as well as the income statement on an accrual basis all right we'll talk more about that later uh, maybe called personal income statement personal cash flow statement or personal profit and loss statement 
So I'm sorry about all the confusion about these statements, but all of these report, in essence, very similar, if not exactly the same thing, right? If someone says it's a personal income statement, then you got an income statement, which is probably mostly on a cash basis, right? They probably have some accrual kind of things on it, but it's probably a mostly a cash basis income statement. If they say it's a personal cash flow statement, it's pretty much the same thing because they compiled their personal income statement from the cash flow. So you can call it just like a cash flow statement if you want, because it's an income statement on a cash basis in essence, or you might call it a personal profit and loss statement. Sometimes people like just to name it out profit, top line, profit or loss, you know, statement. I don't, that's what QuickBooks uses. So a lot of people call it a P&L or profit and loss statement. So then on the categories, you usually only have two categories, but again, they can be a little bit confusing in terms of what you call them. You got income minus expenses gives you the net income, income being the inflows, expenses being the outflows if you're on a cash basis. And the difference between the two is your net inflow, hopefully if it's a positive, or you can call your net income. So the top line might be called income, it might be called revenue, or it might be called uh, cash inflow to be just formal, uh, specific on a cash basis. And then minus all the expenses, which are going to be expenses, or you might just simply call them cash outflows, which are going to categorize by category. Those will be things like rent, utilities, and whatnot. And that'll give you what would be called net income, if it were income statement term, or you might call it a net increase in, in cash flow or something like that, if you want to use cash flow terms. In future presentations, we'll get more detailed in terms of what kind of tools we can use to put together the financial statements and then what and then actually get drilling down on actually putting together these financial statements and then once you do that you'll get a much better idea of them once you have these two financial statements down then you can project out into the future which is usually going to be more of a more of a income statement format type of report and that's going to be your budget projecting out into the future